Happy July, everybody. Hey, I jumped on Instagram Live yesterday just to do a little community building, had a little free time in, in between a couple projects. So jumped on, I think I was on for a little over 20 minutes and uh, just communicating, just having fun getting to know uh, some of my community members. And uh, I think you're going to enjoy this. We threw it on, recorded it, and uh, pumped it out here on the podcast. Enjoy. I'm Jordan Miller, and this is the Live Beyond Average Podcast. What's up, everybody? Jumping on here really quick this afternoon. Just finished up working out. Today is a little bit of an active recovery day. But we are filming some uh, podcasts here this afternoon. I have a buddy coming over, uh, filming some more content. But just wanted to jump on. I had a little bit of free time uh, this morning. Had had a couple clients to film or to to train, and then uh, came home to a little work. We are revamping our website right now, so uh, reviewed a bunch of the changes, marking down a bunch of things. Going to sit down with my wife tonight and uh hey carls and uh gonna review those changes again and uh see see what changes to continue to make uh really excited to hopefully have that out in the coming weeks we have some really cool announcements coming with that but just wanted to jump on on some free time after that i ate some lunch and uh hit a quick workout today today's workout was pretty light the last two days have been pretty intense and so today was a little bit more active recovery just moving the body a little bit a little bit of light weights and uh then just t- taking in post-workout right now and uh, waiting for Dustin to come over, film some podcast. Um, so just wanted to jump on and see what you guys were up to today. What's up, Tyler? Thanks for jumping on, man. And uh, yeah, just wanted to give some time to you guys today. Had a little bit of extra here uh, before moving on to the next project. Uh, it's been, uh, hey, what's up? Thanks for jumping on. Um, just wanted to jump on and see what you guys were up to. See what your guys' training is like um, in the summer. And uh, if you're getting ready for any hunts this fall, just seeing what you guys were doing. So I have a hunt coming up in September. Uh, our season always kicks off September for archery. Uh, in South Dakota, they actually changed the resident season to September 1st last year, which is really nice. It used to be almost the last uh, weekend in September. We'd get a couple days in September before October, um, and we would start archery hunting then. But last year, it got adjusted, and so pretty awesome. Hey, thanks for jumping on, Juan. Callie Hunter, thanks for jumping on. And so... We're pretty stoked. Locker, thanks for jumping on, man. And so we're pretty stoked. That starts September 1st now. And so we'll be prepping for that. Uh, we only have a couple days to hunt that, actually, uh, in the early season this year. Um, only a couple days to try to harvest a, hey, man, harvest a, uh, a mule deer in velvet because then we are taking off right away uh, early. I think, like, we're taking off the 6th of September for New Mexico. Me and Dad drew an archery, an archery elk tag. And uh, down there in our one of our favorite units, and we've hunted this unit twice already, all the way back, actually, ironically, when we started Run to Gun Season 1, um, Run to Gun 1, um, Run to Gun TV, we drew that tag, and uh, it was the first hunt we ever filmed for Run to Gun TV, and then that was Season 1, and we drew it again in Season 5, and uh, I killed a bull in Season 1, my dad didn't. And so we went to back down in season five, and we really, the big goal was to get dad a bull elk. He had never killed a bull elk before. What's up, Jeff? Thanks for jumping on, man. And so 
we went down there and dad killed an awesome bull on the second night. And so we had a late night, the night packing it out, uh, pretty rugged. Smitty, thanks for jumping on. And uh, pretty rugged pack out. It was, it was down in this bowl in this little water hole and it was kind of straight up for about a half mile, really steep, but we got it out of there. And then about a mile and a half, just gradual off the opposite side of the mountain, gradual uh, descend, but it was super rocky. And, uh, but we got it all out of there in one trip. It was rough and got back into camp and, uh, what's up Wyoming backcountry. Thanks for jumping on, man. Got it back to camp pretty late and, uh, we got right back out there the next morning. We got up like four hours of sleep, got right back out. And actually right away that next morning, we, uh, called in a bull to like 35, 40 yards that, uh, I passed on. That was the morning of morning three. And, uh, we actually hunted pretty dang hard there. Uh, the rest of the week and uh, very last day of the season, I ended up killing an awesome bull. It's actually the bull right behind me here. Um, it was my bow back in season five. We're going to be filming season seven this year. So that was two seasons ago. So we're headed back down there, I think September 6th this year for in our the same hunt. And so I'm hoping for that same luck, man. It was awesome. And Dave, uh, Justin, my co-host, and he owns Arrowhead Outfitters down there. They've been getting a ton of moisture in that unit this year and so we're we're really hoping for a chance at a really good bull and uh uh we're, we're gonna be in new mexico uh for that hunt and so we're pretty stoked for that um and a couple days before that we only have a couple days to archery hunt here in south dakota for archery deer uh so we'll be doing that um basically just jumping on seeing what you guys are up to this summer uh how you guys are training um if you have any hunts you're specifically training for i know for me uh i have kind of some off-season training that happens after the new year, things kind of slow down. I, I lower my intensity level, really focus on hypertrophy, putting on some muscle, uh, building that strength again. And then uh, as I gradually get into spring, my intensity gradually, gradually, gradually picks up. And then really July is that time for me when it just takes up another another ramp. So this last, this last week has been rough. My body's definitely hurting again just because of that intensity really picks up. So the last two days have been nasty rough. And then so today was a little bit more uh, active recovery, mobility, light weights, and then tomorrow is another rough one <laughs> again. So, uh, just really hydrating, eating really well. Attrition is really locked in right now. Um, what's up, Davis? What other states you hunts do you have planned for this coming year? Yeah. So, uh, the archery South Dakota, the archery elk, uh, archery deer for South Dakota, uh, the archery elk for New Mexico. Um, that pretty much is going to take up most of our September. Um, and then October rolls around. My wife should draw uh, an antelope tag rifle this year. I can, I can over the counter, um, archery antelope tag, uh, if I want in South Dakota, don't know if I'm gonna have the time to do that this year or not, but, uh, definitely rifle. My wife should draw with her points. I don't know if I will. I got like maybe a 15% chance to draw where I'll put in. So probably not. Um, and then I did draw the unit that I wanted to for rifle mule deer, uh, same unit that I killed that uh, toad of a buck in last year. If you guys have seen the film, uh, it's under season six on our YouTube channel. It's called Off to See the Wizard. Uh, really crazy mule deer buck that we shot in this unit last year. And there was, if you, if you watch the footage, I don't know if we have too much of this other buck, but there was another buck that was with him that is a, a typical, this one that I shot was kind of non-typical. There was this other one that was with him that was a typical mule deer and actually I think would score more than this non-typical. He is a toad. Um, and so we drew that, I drew that unit again with no points this year and it was slim to none odds that I would do that. So I'm really stoked that I have the opportunity to go back there and hunt this because I'm hoping we can put our eyes on this deer and maybe have a chance. Uh, so I'm blocking off a lot of time in November for that hunt. Um, and then uh, my buddy, my co-host Matt, 
Uh, he drew a muzzleloader tag here in South Dakota for the month of December. So we're really stoked to get out and hunt some mule deer with that too. Um, I also drew a uh, Barbara sheep hunt in New Mexico. We'll be down in February. My buddy drew that same hunt. Destiny's coming over for the podcast today. He also drew an Oryx tag down there. So we'll be down there for both of those. Um, and then I haven't decided yet in, in South Dakota, we, there is a, in the Custer State Park, there is bison tag. Um, so I have a lot of preference points for that enough to maybe a little bit over a coin flip draw odds to pull that tag, but it's expensive. And so I don't know, I'm, I'm debating on putting, putting in for that this year, just because the odds are going down and down every year. Cause there's more and more non-residents putting in for that tag. Um, and there's only a couple tags that are specified just for residents. And then the rest go into a mixed pool for non-residents and residents. Um, so I, I'm debating on maybe just, you know, I, I've been, I have a little, I call it my sheep fund. I do a little side work, set aside a little money, trying to save up to do a, uh, Hey, what's up? Clay, Clay Slater. Thanks for jumping on, man. Uh, so I've been trying to save up and, uh, do a doll sheep hunt. I've been saving for a couple of years, uh, but I might sacrifice a little bit of that money and, uh, maybe try to do that bike, maybe put in and try to do that bison hunt this year. What's up, Kiki? <laughs> thanks for jumping on. And so, um, Alica is awesome. She's, uh, actually my brother's girlfriend and, uh, she's one heck of a talented photographer. Maybe we can get her out to come out on a couple hunts, follow us around this year and take a couple rad shots. You guys would be impressed with her photography. It's, it's uh, second to none. Um, yeah, it's a long season, man. Like, but it's, it's awesome. So we film all of it. Uh, we're filming season seven of run two gun. It does get super long. Um, try to really space out some breaks. <laughs> we really learned over the years, like, we set aside a couple of weeks where we just stay home, stay home with the family. Uh, we had, I think it was season four where we were hunted South Dakota, like mid August started for antelope archery. And we hunted South Dakota, Wyoming, Col- or no, South Dakota, Colorado, Montana, New Mexico, and Alaska in like three months. And it was way too much. We, we were gone too much. And, uh, and so in season four, actually season one, all the way through season six, I was working full time at another job and full-time run to guns. So I was putting in countless hours every week and I and a family. And so actually I really haven't publicly said this too much, but uh back June first I actually done with all my other jobs. I quit and uh finished up and I'm hundred percent run to gun now. So I'm excited. It's actually pretty scary but I'm pumped all at the same time because I can schedule things the way I want to. I've always been I've always like wonder in the back of my head, like, okay, if I'm putting in 80, 90 hours a week combined, if I was just to put in 60 alone, just in run to gun, you know, was, would I be good enough to make it? And so I decided to take the risk. Now's the time to do it. I'm on, you know, year seven and eight of owning this business and time to take it to the next level. So we have some really fun things coming down the pipe here really quick this summer that I'm excited to get out to you guys. And it's just been fun. I appreciate you guys' support along the way. It's been pretty awesome. You got to do the buffalo hunt. I took one with my bone wyoming a few years back. Nice. One of the best hunts I've ever done. And dude, that's what I keep on hearing. Like my cousin killed a nice, uh, nice bull. And I had a buddy that killed one that was actually top 10. And he said the same thing. He's like, it is just a very gratifying hunt. They had a blast and they do it again in a second. So I'm kind of thinking the same thing, man. Like maybe it's time to get this one off the plate, even though it's going to cost a little bit of extra money, but maybe just go for it and get it done. I really want, here's the next question, man. So do you, did you get it mounted or do you just keep the rug? Because I kind of like, I really just want a giant rug on the floor right here. So I'm in the middle of finishing my basement. So you see like the ceiling's not done yet, but I like built the office over here. So this is where I do all my editing, all my work. It's kind of messy right now. But then we built like this back wall. 
So this wood back here actually is, uh, I tore this wood off of like a 110 year old barn. It's my, it was my step grandparents barn over by Draper, South Dakota. And they were going to burn, it was like, all oh, just compiled and packed it. And they were just going to burn it all. And so I went out there one summer day and I'm like, and this was back in like 2013. And, uh, thanks for jumping on you guys. And, uh, I would, I was just like, I'm going to, you know, pick some of this wood and I finally used it this year. I've had it in storage for like six years. And I thought I was just going to go out and pick a couple of this uh, pieces of this wood. Look how rad this stuff is like super old, just a lot of character. And, uh, I was going to, thought it was just going to take me a few minutes to load up the back of the pickup. And it was like a hundred degree day, South Dakota hot. And it took me like eight hours because the wood is so brittle and old and they didn't use nails back then. It was like these giant spikes. And so I was out there with like a tack and a hammer trying not to break the wood just to get this much. And I just barely had enough to finish this wall and right here on this black spot. I'm going to put up some stone and like a, a electric kind of like stove looking fireplace. Uh, just for that effect, we're going to like podcast back here. Um, and so yeah, I was excited to do that. So we're just in the middle of finishing the basement. Um, but yeah, like I said, I want to do, okay, I did a, a rug and then just a Euro mount. See, that's what I'm thinking too, because I just want a big old rug right here. Uh, sorry about that. A rug down here in the fireplace and then maybe just a big old Euro. Like I, but just the other weekend, I saw a really nice mount done, but they look so awesome, but they are just so huge. They take up so much space where I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to do that or not. So I think the rug would be the way to go. Tag me, dude, uh, Wild Backcountry Bowhunter. Take a picture or something and tag me in it. Because I want to, if you have your rug, I want to just see it and then see your Euro. Um, I mean, obviously I'm kind of getting, I'm like jumping the gun with assuming I might draw this tag this year. It might be another year or two, but uh, even just for down the line, just for some ideas, um, I'm hoping to, you might push me over the edge of just doing the rug. I think that might be just the way to go. Because I don't know if there would be enough rug if you were to do like a shoulder mount and then try to rug the back. That would probably look funny. There wouldn't be enough. It would probably look kind of weird. So, But yeah, I, let me know. Uh, I kind of talked to you a little bit about what's up. Thanks for jumping on. Uh, talked a little bit about my, my summer training, what's going on, how the intensity is picking up here in, in July. So I was wondering if you guys are kind of doing that same concept. Um, I go along the lines with kind of like, I don't know if anybody else does this. I've been doing this with my clients for years and myself. And uh, I've noticed when I utilize this style going into some really big hunts, uh, I, I've been in some of the best shape I've been in. I call it kind of like an undulated, it's almost like an undulated CrossFit. Um, so I utilize actually like strength um, and power and strength which I'm going from like one rep to three reps, strength up to five and six. And I'm actually ut utilizing some hypertrophy. And uh, sorry, Alec, I actually missed your determination. Inspiring you will make it. Best wishes. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Um, and then I actually use some hypertrophy, like 10 reps-ish, and then some even endurance up to like 15 reps. And how I do that is I'll, I'll do like, you know, one muscle group at like a power, a different muscle group at, you know, a, a strength, a different muscle group and endurance all in the same day, but I'm not doing like a old school bodybuilding routine where you're doing like all chest or all legs where you're just like ripping it apart. And, uh, you know, you're sore for three days after that. So I'm actually training, uh, the muscle groups so many times a week, I'm getting three or four times in of legs, sometimes five times of legs. I'm getting in, you know, 
multiple times of all these muscle groups, but I'm not destroying them so bad that they're unworkable for the day after. But I kind of correlate it in the long lines of a very rigorous hunt where you're working muscles every single day without a break. Um, and so this is kind of that same style of training. Uh, it, it's taxing. It's taxing on the body and it's taxing on the central nervous system. But man, you get thanks for jumping on. Appreciate it, Ben. And uh, it, it really works well. Uh, I noticed my, my body at least responds really well to it. My clients' bodies have responded to it really well going in on their hunts. I actually have two guys uh, utilizing this style, getting ready for moose hunts this year. One guy going to Alaska, one guy going to the Yukon. They're both leaving in about seven weeks, and they're both utilizing this style of training to get ready, and they're seeing great results from it. One guy's only been training for like four weeks here. The other one has been training since February, um, and they're both doing really well. I'm excited to see uh, their success. One guy's going with an outfitter. Um, and then the other guy, thanks for jumping on out cutting 24 seven. And, uh, the other guy is actually, uh, he's like, he's going with a friend up in Alaska, um, more DIY. And so I'm really excited to see, uh, see their journey of this and see how their training correlates to maybe their success. And so it'll be, it'll be pretty neat. Uh, I'll be posting a little bit of stories on that in September, um, they both leave, I think one leaves on September 3rd, one, leave, one guy leaves on September 5th, two different areas, Yukon and Alaska for their hunts. So that'll be exciting. Uh, so let me know how you guys are training, what kind of methods you guys use uh, to prepare, not only just for hunts, but just different times of the year. Do you guys periodize your training? Does it change? Do you just kind of do the same thing all year round? Um, I know for me, it's very periodized. I, 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 I need, I've been training for so long. I just turned 31 today. Um, and I've been training since I was 14, uh, obviously for sport early in my life, 13, 14, uh, in the weight room. And, uh, so a lot of years where I have mixed it up, I've done, you know, back right when I was out of college, I was, I got into just putting on size and the old school bodybuilding and then got into more powerlifting techniques, got into different CrossFit techniques and then, uh, conditioning techniques, then mixing in how I train in college, in high school for sport, my strength and conditioning there. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And uh, mixing it in with powerlifting, mixing it in with the CrossFit, mixing it in with bodybuilding. And that's where I kind of came up with this undulated CrossFit. Thanks, man. And uh, is what I kind of call it. It's not really a real term, but it works really well for getting in shape for hunts, outdoor adventures. Um, so if you guys have questions on that, shoot me a DM, draw me a comment. I'd love to just help guide you on that sense. Um, we also... Uh, post all of our daily, we have daily routines out for you guys on uh, runtogun.com on our members section. So you guys can check it out there every day, workout listed, and you guys can hit it right now. We're in the middle of, we're like day 31 of our summer strength and conditioning course. There was a spring fitness challenge before that. Right now it's the summer strength and conditioning. Um, and then we'll do a little last month prep into September for anybody wanting to do that. So it's pretty fun. Uh, a lot of good results from it with people and uh, some cool things coming down the pipe with that. But yeah, I'm just waiting for my buddy to get here podcasting, so I just jumped on the live here really quick. My phone's actually about dead. Figured I'd just give some time to you guys and uh, have a little fun, see what was going on. 31, dude. Wise people. I don't know about that, but I appreciate it. I feel like, I feel 31 pretty good, pretty good, Jeff. Like, last year leading up to 30, I was like, it must have been like, I don't know, three months away from my birthday of 30, and that's when I'm like, epiphany like many epiphanies happen for me i actually felt i didn't feel old but i just felt like this new found uh lack of caring maybe isn't the term lack of caring about other people's opinions and uh there were so many things i wanted to do with my business and run to gun that i never did that I, I really didn't know i wasn't doing because i cared about what other people thought 
Um, but then I, I got to that age and I, I realized that I wasn't doing some of these things and I wasn't posting some of these things and I wasn't going on live and, and just chatting and talking to people uh, because I actually did care or worried maybe about what people thought. And uh, I don't know, I hit that age and I just was like, man, how, if I'd have been doing this when I was a little bit younger, um, when we started the business seven years ago, eight years ago, you know, where could we potentially have been? Uh, and so it was just like this new, new hit and, uh, really just wanted to continue my journey in, in another step and, uh, start talking. I, I kind of felt like we had earned, like I had earned the, earned the right cause I've been doing it for long enough then and become a professional in my field or fields in the fitness and the outdoor industry, both, um, that I kind of earned my right to be able to start talking and giving my opinions and, and, and sharing my thoughts and, and doing that a little bit more just because I thought the experience, I, I believe that the experience is there. So I, I figured it was time. And so, yeah, this last year, I felt like we've really come out of our shell and expanded our business. Uh, we started the podcast. Uh, we've been at that for a year. Um, a lot of different things really ramped up our, our content, changed our films this year Uh out, we started doing some long content films versus just the TV show that was airing on cable. So now we still have that, but our main focus is online uh, films, longer style films, really showing more of that journey of everything it takes for the hunt, not just about stepping out of a truck and, and shooting an animal, uh, which is a style of hunting that's great. But, uh, you know, for us, it's about that off-season training, the preparation, uh, having fun with friends, out scouting, uh, all the glassing takes place, the hiking in. Uh, to these spots, just the whole journey side of things, having fun and uh, showing that in film form and uh, sharing it with friends like Jeff jumped on right here, Buckley Boys 3. You need to change that to Buckley Boys 4 now, by the way, because you're not, you don't have three boys anymore, you have four. So you need to change your your handle. <laughs> and uh, and so we we like went out with Jeff actually this year. His wife took some phenomenal photos for us a couple years ago, and we all went out antelope hunting this year. And Jeff shot a toad of a buck. What's up, Kyle? Thanks for jumping on. He shot a heck of an antelope here in South Dakota, and actually that's on our season six films too. So you can jump on there and see that. And that that film actually really does show like it was one of those hunts where we went out and uh, we found a buck right away. And uh, sorry, just got a call there, just paused out. And we shot a buck right away, And uh, but it really shows. This was Jeff's first antelope hunt and kind of, you know, one of his first, not his very first, but early in his hunting um, and really shows just that journey, that learning side of things. And it's just an awesome film. You can feel just the authentic passion in it. It's pretty fun. So check that out. Let me know what you think. And uh, we're really looking forward to season seven, you guys. I need to, thanks for jumping on, DJ. Appreciate it, man. And we're really looking forward to another year and uh, some of the announcements we have coming up. And uh, James, thanks for jumping on, brother, catching us right at the end here. And uh, it's been good. It's been a good journey. And uh, it's it's scary here. This first, basically first month and a half out of I've running this business for eight years, doing two things. This is the first month and a half that it's been 100% run to gun, no other jobs, and uh, 100% self-employed. So it's been stressful, but at, it, it's like an odd stressful um, it's like a, a great stressful. I've never been like the happiness level and uh, the feeling of accomplishment so much different. 
Um, I wrote myself actually my first check I've ever paid myself out of this business uh, last week. So I've had this business since 2012. We officially opened 2012. We were working on it all that year out of, right out of college to get it going, the concept. But I've never paid myself. Everything I've made has gone right back into the business to just grow. And so uh, this last week actually was the first time I've ever paid myself. Um, so I, it felt good. It was it was a good feeling. I, I like I didn't really feel any guilt there. It was finally like a a feeling of just accomplishment that, uh, that it was time, time for the next step, time to, uh, time to see if we're good enough, you know, to do this a hundred percent, not, uh, 40 hours run to gun and 40 hours, another job. So excited to be, to be rolling, excited for this next season to see what we can do. Um, we got some cool hunts coming up, so, uh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, Sam, thanks for jumping on, man. Catching us right at the end here. Appreciate you jumping on though. And, uh, it's going to be cool. 2019, 2020 is going to be great. Uh, thanks for jumping on, you guys. If you have questions, of course, on the fitness side of things, how you're prepping for your season, uh, definitely time to still get at it. Uh, if you got some hunts coming up, I can definitely help guide you on your way that uh, in the training and the nutrition. And then obviously just for the fun, uh, con- uh, the fun content and entertainment value. Uh, for you guys with just our films and our posting. So thank you guys. I appreciate your time today. Uh, we're going to get to filming this next podcast and uh, you'll probably see it out t- tonight or tomorrow and uh, have a great rest of your Wednesday. Later.